All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life. Mm. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette, your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your BDSM wellness specialist, your high priestess of divine sexual magic and elemental magics, and your pro-dominatrix. All right. So we're doing a series, we're doing a monogamy series right now, and we're going to have this fantastic conversation. Um, I was inspired because I was talking to a couple of friends of mine and, and uh, a couple of couples, clients of mine, and this whole concept that I only have eyes for you. <laughs> Hold on here. I just, my dog's still being a jerk face. <laughs> Animals, I tell you. All right. So, just trying to get my dog to settle. Come on, Zeus, let's go. All right, we're back. <laughs> and we're back. All right, so this ideology, this belief system, I only have eyes for you, and how that somehow means that you love somebody and how this concept shows up and all the ways that we've learned about it and how actually, and this is what we're going to dive into today, how that concept of you complete me, I only have eyes for you, being attracted only to you makes make sure that I love you completely. Um, all of these concepts we're going to talk about today and, um, and see whether or not uh, we're going to explore them, right? We're going to see whether or not that, that that has any validity or any truth to it whatsoever. All right, so I only have eyes for you. Where have we heard that? Where do we, where do we learn about this concept? Well, songs, movies, poems, art. This is concept where this concept was introduced. Now, See, the thing is, is that as I, I'm going to talk about the three faces of monogamy first, so before we get in, continue into our conversation. So if you haven't watched any of my other series, any of the other monogamy series, I highly recommend you checking them out, okay? All right, so the three faces of monogamy. True monogamy is when you are only attracted, and I mean only attracted, like don't have any fantasies, don't have any desires. Uh, you, when you see somebody in the grocery store, they find that you don't find anybody else attractive. You are only attracted to one person. That is true monogamy. Now it does exist. Okay, so if you happen to be one of those people, then it's important to honor that and know that about yourself. But it's also really important to know and honor the fact that the most of the population is not. It's not in our human nature as an overall culture to be only sexually attracted to one person. Okay? That doesn't mean that we can't choose monogamy, and we'll get into that in a second. So, But true monogamy is that you are only attracted to one person. You don't fantasize about anybody else. You have no sexual drawn to anybody else um, at all. Okay. And again, as a reminder, there are some people in the world 
it's a very tiny, tiny, tiny percentage that actually are truly monogamous. The second type of monogamy is the unhealthy monogamy. And this is where most of us actually spend our time, <laughs> where we pretend and we are delusional that we are truly monogamous, which means that we suppress, we feel bad, we feel we lie, we feel shame, all this stuff about the fact that we actually are attracted to other people. And we pretend that we aren't, right? I've talked a lot about that, how that's, you know, it's not serving us. Go watch one of, go listen to those episodes, okay? And then the third one is called conscious monogamy. And conscious monogamy is where we choose, we understand that we are not monogamous, that we actually are non-monogamous. However, it doesn't serve us. And we decide, we consciously decide to only engage sexually with one person. And that's called conscious monogamy. And if you want to learn more about it, guess what? I have a fantastic course coming up starting next week. Um, so register for that course called Navigating Conscious Monogamy. It's a guided course. So I will plop in all those details into the show notes. Okay. All right. So let's come back to this ideology that I only have eyes for you, meaning that we've been taught that by only being attracted to one person, that that means that we love them, that we're deeply in love with them. If you love somebody enough, now I really want you to hear the sarcasm in my voice, okay, by the way. So when I'm saying these concepts, I'm not actually saying that these are true statements, okay? But these are like the things that we've been told, that we have been taught to believe, okay? So things like, if I only am attracted to one person, that means I really, really love them. If somebody's only attracted to me, that, that means that they really, really love me, that I'm their, their stars, their moon, their world, and that means that is what love is all about. And so that's what's been romanticized. That's, that's, a, that's a romance. That's, that's a Hollywood. That's a romance novel. That's a, that's a song. Um, that is not true. Who we are attracted to and who we are in love with are two different things. And how much we express our love for somebody has no bearing on whether or not we are attracted to other people. Love and sexual attraction are not the exact same thing. Those are two separate worlds. Now, sometimes they coexist with each other, but they actually aren't the same thing. You can be sexually aroused and attracted to one person and not be in love with them at all. And you can be deeply, deeply in love with somebody and maybe not even be sexually attracted to them. Okay. So, or you can be sexually attracted to and deeply in love with somebody, but you could, well, and at the same time, also find your coworker kind of nice eye candy. <laughs> and that doesn't defeat the, it doesn't change the fact that you're still deeply in love with this person. And then, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push, I'm just gonna push the envelope just a tiny bit more and say that you could actually be in love and attracted and deeply in love with more than one person. I know that's crazy, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I'm living proof of that. Okay, so I wanna come back to that 
that's a beautiful analogy. So somebody who's on the live just shared this wonderful thought and I just want to share it. So she stated, it's like saying you only find the the moon beautiful and not the sun. Exactly. You can find attraction in so many different places and allowing yourself to acknowledge that you are attracted to in in attraction can happen in so many different places is like giving yourself permission to honor who you truly are that's number one number two i think it's really important that we drop into what is love and love is not ownership unconditional love there's a difference between i like to call it the honeymoon phase or the Hollywood Hollywood love story. Um, these are like when you're like, oh my God, I, I can't stop thinking about this person. And oh my God, I'm so excited. And, and, you know, and I'm just like, oh, when do I get to see them? That's actually not love, by the way. That's not unconditional love. You know what that is? That's biochemicals being released into your body so that we mate. <laughs> I know it's not, it's not very romantic at all. <laughs> you are high as a kite on dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin. Like you're just high as a kite because of the excitement, the newness, the, the chemicals that your body is producing in this arousal state, in this, oh my God, this person's amazing. And oh, I can't wait to create my life with them. And all of those things, that's not love. That's infatuation. That's deep biochemical responses in our bodies so that we hump, so that we can create babies. This is, this is what's physiologically going on. Love shows up after those chemicals deplete out of our systems, after the honeymoon phase is over. This is when love really shows up. And love is about, unconditional love is about not what this person does for us or what this person gives to us or what this person makes us feel like. Unconditional love is that I just love this person, period. Just because they exist. And that love means, and how it is expressed and how it shows up is not actually highly romantic. It showed up as somebody going when you're sick, taking, you know, holding your hair while you're puking. <laughs> somebody going out in the middle of the night to go get you crackers. Somebody going to 18 different stores to get what you need. Somebody sitting when they're really, really tired and sitting and hearing and holding space for you and creating a, a safe, non-judgmental space and, and loving you no matter what. This is what love is. This is what love looks like. This is what, how love is expressed. And now, can it be hot and sexy and juicy? Absolutely. You can create that space. But that's about your sexual responses and your arousal. And yes, when we feel safe, so when we have unconditional love, this helps us create more safety. 
the more safety we create in our sexual relationships, the deeper we can have vulnerability, the more intimacy is created, the more intimacy is created, the more freaky we get to have and, and, and you know, explore and expand and, and have orgasms and all sorts of things. So this, there's a byproduct that benefits who we are as sexual beings in our partnerships when you enjoy and surrender and feel safe and unconditional that unconditional love okay so also i really just want everybody this is what i want everybody to be left with this ideology this this concept this new idea okay if i have eyes for many can i love this particular person if i'm attracted to more than just my partner does this make me and does this allow me to love my partner so i really want you to sit with that because if you can like own that and acknowledge that and see that for what that is then it just it pulls apart the the love and the sex and the attraction and the love and the need for you being the only one, this whole ideology that somebody else completes you, that you are half of a person, that you are just so empty inside until the one, the perfect one comes along and plugs in and like completes you. Well, there's some serious flaws in this concept. One, it makes you have a very codependent relationship. And we'll talk, we're, we're going to talk about that in, in more in, in the series about code, codependency versus interdependency in partnerships and relationships with people. But the most important piece of this is that, yes, it makes for codependency, but it also makes you feel like you are less than whole. And so what happens if something happens to that particular partner? What happens if the relationship ends? What happens if, you know, an accident happens and they die? What happens, like there's, a, what happens with all of these concepts that if this concept is true, then your existence in the, in, in the world is, is no more. And that's not romantic. And that's not sexy. And that's not healthy. That is basically setting yourself up to fail in life. And not to mention how much anxiety and expectations that you've now put on another human being. That is their job and their responsibility to complete you. It is their job, their responsibility to make you happy. It's, it's no one's job. It's no one's responsibility other than you. And relationships are here to support the best version of ourselves. It's not to make the best version of ourselves. And that's what I want to leave you with today is that you can be monogamous, meaning I am only attracted to one person, which means if you are truly monogamous, then great. Then, 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 then this ideology works for you because, you know, you're only attracted to one person. But if you aren't truly monogamous, like the most of the population, then this i this i you know this ideology and this 
belief system. You know what this does is it makes you feel like you're a piece of shit, that there's something wrong with you, and that you're broken somehow. Because you can love somebody fiercely and deeply and unconditionally. And also be attracted to Bob at work. <laughs> or think that celebrity is hot on TV. Or when you're masturbating, all of a sudden your dream, you know, some, somebody pops into your fantasy, you know, someone that you've seen or, or somebody that you may have known in the past. Um, and, and it doesn't mean that you don't love your partner deeply and fiercely. But you can also be attracted to other people. And if you are like that, and this I and we move from the shift, we shift out of this place that I'm only allowed to be attracted to one person. And if I don't, it means I don't love you. And if they don't, that means that they don't love me. Well, that's just setting us up for a whole lot of heartache and pain and suffering and drama. And I don't support that at all. <laughs> okay. So now, if you're like, whoa, these are some heavy concepts, guy. I'm not sure how I feel about this. I highly recommend and I lovingly invite you to come spend some more time with me. You can find me at succulentliving.com for all of my coaching and everything else that I offer in the world um, for all your sexual wellness needs. Um, please come join if you're like, oh, these I, I like this. I want to lean into this. I want to explore this deeper. Then come take my course, which starts next Tuesday, October 8th. And all the details are in the show notes called Navigating, your, Navigating Ethical Non-Monogamy. It's an online course, so you can be anywhere in the world. And you don't have to show up wearing pants. <laughs> A top, yes, but not pence. <laughs> um, you can follow me under social, uh, all the social media platforms under Gaia Morissette. And for all your BDSM education and needs, you can find me at Empress Gaia. And you can find me under uh, EmpressGaia.com. And um, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, listen, download me on my, you know, on all of your favorite platforms, podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Google, um, and all of the favorite places. And again, the podcast is called My Orgasmic Life. That's it. That's all. And I hope you have a juicy day. And it's filled with honesty to yourself and knowing that it's okay that you can be deeply in love with one person or maybe more than one person, and still be attracted to many people. You're not a weirdo. You're normal. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's all. Love you. Bye-bye.